School's in session, and you're here at the Yellowhammer Football Podcast, where each and every week, myself, the Colonel, and my buddy Catfish down there, we discuss a little high school football. What's going on, buddy? What up, brother? (laughs) So, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Uh, We're going to talk a little week five recap. First up, had Hackleberg going to Red Bay, coming up short, 24 to 58. You know, uh, we didn't we didn't think Hackleberg would stand a chance against Red Bay right here on the road, and it, it looked it looks like it was we were right for sure. I mean, yeah. I think we guessed maybe two touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's quite a few more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a rough season for Hackleberg. Uh, Red Bay seems to be doing really well on yeah. the other end, so. We had Barry Fayette going to Marion County, coming up short, six to fifty-four. Yeah, Marion County's been on a row here since that loss to Lynn, and uh, you know Barry Barry Fayette hadn't been able to get it going at all this year, right? And, but uh, it's just Marion County got him at home, and it was just kind of a walk-through game for him, and they they dominated. Yeah, that is for sure. Had Brilliant coming up short against Summerton Christian, uh, you know, 0 to 49, you know, 49 nothing. So, yeah, I was at this game, Ratton, and uh, I seen one of the guys that we spotlighted, Ashton uh, Harper, and he plays safety and wide receiver at Summerton Christian. And uh, he was excited to see me and everything. And uh, he ended up getting an interception in this game. Fox Six was actually at this game. Uh, I got to talk to them too. So Sheldon, hey, wow. that's awesome. It, it was it was it was a pretty good experience. And come to find out, we didn't know who the brilliance head coach was at the first start of this. It was the only coach we did not know. Yeah, I had a principal in high school at Haleville that I I I don't even know if he's ever done any coaching. I know he didn't at Haleville, but he went to Mississippi after I graduated, and I was it's about halftime, and I'd walked to the car to charge my phone and I was coming back in and I was on brilliant sideline and I heard a familiar voice and I seen him and he's the head coach for brilliant tigers now. And I was, oh, wow. he, I was amazed and we got to talk and he said that they had got there late. It was his first year there. So he said they got, they got the guys late and they're just trying to do whatever they can this season to get them prepared for the next year's. But uh, as far as the ball game goes, you know it was it was all Summerton Christian. They had all they had nine drives, and they probably averaged three plays a drive because they would score in about three plays. Wow! <laughs> and it was it was explosive, explosive plays. The longest one being from uh, uh, Godwin. He he ran it in from eighty one yards. Noah Godwin. But I mean they were and brilliant. Had three fun or three turnovers. Uh, two were fumbles. One, like I said, the interception by Ashton Harper. But they never could. They could get down the field, but they would always get in their own way. And some Christian, um, they didn't have no problem getting down the field. Yeah, it it doesn't look like they had any trouble at all. Uh, you <laughs> hope you hope Brilliant is building for the future. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. Then we had midfield going to Winfield in the battle of the fields, <laughs> coming up short, eight to fifty six. Winfield, big win. We should play. You know, Baba Raleigh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, you know, Winfield, they were ranked number seventh in the three A coming into this game. I think they'll move up. Uh, 
you know, this dominant a win against midfield, who's normally, like I said, it's either a great year or an off year. There's no in-between with them. And uh, the fact that they did outscore them this much and dominated the game the whole way through, it shows where they're going. And, you know, they they started off strong and then lost and then have back-to-back-to-back-to-back wins right here. And yeah, uh, I kind of – we kind of picked them going to the third or fourth round of the playoffs, and it's looking like it's going to be the case this year. It looks that way. They they look pretty dominant. So then we had Cordova going to Hamilton, picking up the win, forty-one to twenty-one. Yeah, I believe you said this in last week was going to be close, and I I, I did too as well. Yeah, we, we we said just because it was at Hamilton and Cordova had a knack for close games, but. I mean, they, they kind of silenced critics right here. They got it done, doubled the opponent's score, and did it at their place. It was a pretty good win for Cordova right here. Yeah. I, you know, I was about to say, you know, we thought, we thought it was going to be close. And uh, like you said, they proved the doubters wrong, which I guess is us, and uh, come up <laughs> with a 20-point win. You can't complain about that. Oh, no, not at all. Then we had Vina going to Woodville. Uh, coming up short, twenty six to fifty eight. Do you remember what you said about this one? <laughs> oh yeah, I said I said they uh, they may get the wood laid to them. Yeah, and uh, uh, they did, and they pretty much did. And yeah. you know, again, nothing bad about the the players and coaches. I'm sure they do try hard. We're just having a little fun, yeah. but but yeah, uh, thir- you know, thirty two points. That's a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not just been in this game. It's been all season for about yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But I'm, like we said, it's it's you know they're working hard and everything, and they're doing all they can. So you just you just hope it's rebuilding, and they're rebuilding for the next coming years, and it's gonna be it's gonna turn out looking good for them in the future. Yeah, like you know, we always say every week you got to look for the positives. They they did score score mm-hmm. twenty six. You know, yeah. I, I believe that's probably the most they've scored all season. So that's what I was about to say. Pretty yeah. sure it's the most they've scored. Then we had Tharptown going to Lexington, coming up short, eighteen to fifty-three. Man. Not too far off from this last game that we just talked about, you know. Yeah, Lexington beat Red Bay. That was one of Red Bay's losses. Yeah, and uh, the fact that Red Bay's got a couple wins in a row now, it's it's going in their direction. But Tharptown, they're sitting here with, I believe, three losses in a row, right here after Lake or with Lexington. And it's not looking too good for them the rest of the way out. You just hope they can pick up a couple more wins and have a couple of things to look forward to next year. Right. Then we had East Limestone going to Russellville and coming up short, seven to fifty-two. And what is a a big win uh, for Russellville? I think. I agree, brother. I mean, you got three in a row right here, and uh, got a pretty good opponent coming to your house this this coming week too so if you're a coach and you coach Ritter and you want to look for positive things three in a three in a row is positive now yeah, yeah you, you you did lose some ball games to start the season but three and oh is positive three or three in a row is positive and the fact that you get another good team 
a great team at home to test your players out. It's it's going to be a a good a good game for them to see what what they're made of. Yeah, this is the motivation they need going into this next week, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. But it's going to be a challenge, I do believe. Yeah. So. Then we had Waterloo going to Addison, coming up short. You know, got blanked sixty nine to nothing. We were worried about Addison because you know I would think they would stand more of a chance against Winston County. Yeah. They kind of got kind of got blown out in that first game against Winston County, but ever since then they've won every game, and uh, it won't be too long. I think, yeah, they played Good Hope this week, and then the next week it, it's at Meek. And Meek's undefeated right now. They got a bye week, but when they meet up, that's definitely going to be our game of week next for week. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But just blowing out Waterloo like this at home, there's no better feeling. And uh, you got a upper classification opponent you're going to, and uh, good hope. And I believe it's a winnable ball game for Addison. No line. If they get that one done and then – that meat game's just going to be – I mean, I expect to see Fox 6 there too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's going to be a championship-like game yeah. when oh, they get yeah. to when they get to meek. But, you know, Addison's on a roll. Uh, we'll look and see what they do next week. But I, I think we're going to see a lot of the same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had Lynn uh, going to Holy Spirit. Uh, Lynn coming up with a win, 49-13. I think we picked this. Uh, oh, yeah. I think we thought this was about how it was going to go. <laughs> so yeah, they were missing the father and son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, so you know, Lynn started out with their preseason, their Denbury game, uh, beating a four A opponent in East Lawrence, and then now, or they responded going to Marion County for the second year in a row, but this time they beat Marion County. And then they played a 4A private school for Montgomery that was just too – it was an outmatched, way outmatched opponent. Yeah. And they they put it to Lynn. But ever since then, Lynn, you know, had a great win at Shows Christian, shut them out. And then now again, going to Holy Spirit and beating them like this, you, you, you start to wonder if the best teams in 1A football are in Winston County. It's looking that way, man. They went Winston County going up against Green County. Winston County coming up with a win, fifty-one to twenty-two. It it's it's awesome, and uh, being a Winston County boy, you know, uh, you always want them to be good and to do good. And the fact that they're going down to Green County, which is past Tuscaloosa out there, and putting a whooping to them, I mean, I was surprised in the score. I thought maybe they could keep it close and maybe still one on the road. But yeah. the way they dominated this ball game and it was never even close. I mean, I'm I'm so happy for them. And you know that that says a lot about the team that can go that far of a drive, you know, mm-hmm. a bus ride all the way out there, yeah. and still and still be as motivated as they yeah. were to to come out on top. Yeah, that's good for them. And knowing them Winston County boys, it was a yellow school bus. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh no doubt. <laughs> Then we had Haleville coming up against Northside. Uh, Haleville coming up with a win, 35-27, and you're the happiest man in the room. Dude, (laughs) (laughs) shock of the night for anybody. I mean, it didn't matter if it was a coach, player, uh, a rider, anybody that seen this game beforehand, 
would have thought north side all day and probably by three or four touchdowns. And I think that's what we said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we said if Taylor would keep it close, they make it still one. But yeah. we we wasn't expecting it. No. And the fact that Haleville, I mean, they got out to an early lead and kept it. And I mean, right now, Coach Bo Culver, I mean, he he, he picked up a win against Cordova. Northside was ranked in four A. Yep, <laughs> ranked in the top ten, and Haleville went in there and beat them. My goodness, what a win for! Uh, them lines, and I'm proud of them. Uh, it's my alma mater, so got to be. I'm, and a, like, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you talk, you talk about motivation. This is what this team needed, and uh, going to carry through the rest of the season. I do believe. Oh yeah. We had Curry going against Oak Grove coming up short, twenty six forty one. Yeah, we we kind of expected this score too. Uh, yeah, we're getting pretty good at this. Actually. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Uh, but uh, you know, Curry, a positive is twenty six points. You know, uh, they got that win against Barry Fayette, and that was huge. And uh, you know, every other game they've not really been able to keep it close. This one was closer than most of them, so I'll, I'll give it to them. Going that far to Oak Grove, that was. Uh, you kind of, you kind of, are uh, all right with this win or this loss. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you know, scoring twenty six points, I think they should be really happy with that. So yeah. maybe something for they can for them to build on. Then we had Dora yeah, yeah. going up against Corner. Dora coming up short, fourteen twenty four. Uh, you know. Chavis had a couple at Dora, had Coach Chavis Williams, uh, or Chavis, whichever one you want to say. Right. But uh, he uh, had a couple losses to start the season, but they, and then they got hot. They started beating teams. They beat Haleville at home. And uh, to see them come into corner, like I had not I had a little bit of doubt in corner winning this one. I kind of thought Dora may still win just because it's a rivalry game. Yeah. But uh, I got to see corner the week before against Cordova. And that rushing attack is something fierce. And, I mean, they can hold on to that ball and drive it. It don't matter if they don't end up scoring at all. They've took six, seven minutes off the uh, yeah. clock. I mean, so it tends to be low scoring 20-point ball games and them coming out on the winning side. And they're hot right now. There ain't no team hotter around here, I don't believe, besides Meek and – uh you got to hand it to them. Got it done in a rivalry game. Yeah, they got it at home, but it's still kind of harder sometimes for a player to play at home than it is on the road. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and they pulled it out. So, congrats to Corner. Well, then we had Winona going to Jasper, coming up short 7-45. to 45. You know, it's good win for Jasper. You know, rocky start, but it seems like they, they're, you know, on the right track now. Yeah, uh you know, we predicted this one too. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, brilliant runs, a veer. So that ball game got over pretty quickly for me. So I was already back in Jasper. Uh, and this ball game was still going on. And I can tell you one thing it was packed. There wasn't an empty seat in the house. And uh, there's a lot of excitement for the back for this program, even after. The few losses, you know, you got your quarterback back, you're on a row, two, two wins in a row. Uh, 
you just you kind of wonder what's next. You get a bye week. You got Hayden, so we'll see if uh, Coach Philip Bailey and the Vikings and Spencer Rosenfield quarterback see if they can keep it rolling. Yeah, I I, I think they will. I think they're on a good good little roll. Then our, we had our one of our games of the week. I, we actually only had one last week, but we thought we was going to put this one in uh, for this show. Uh, had Meek going to Phillips, which is Bear Creek, and coming out with a big win, 40-6. to six. The way that I talked about the excitement with Meek and Addison, it is I, – I think it's the same – it's the same type of excitement for this game last week. Because I had a lot of people texting me about this ball game, what who I thought would win. I thought Meek would come out on top, and I believe we picked Meek. Yeah, but going to Phillips, going to Bear Creek, uh, you never know what can happen. And the fact that Meek came there and dominated the whole the whole game, it was kind of close there for a minute, but they 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 ran away with it, and I do mean ran. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but it's. And, uh, and I'm excited for Meek, man. They may be our deepest playoff team. I, that's what I was about to say. I think Meek makes a deep run in the playoffs, and you know Phillips was undefeated. I think yep. heading in, into this game, so it was yep. a big deal. You know, so that just shows you the strength of this Meek team. Yeah. And uh, you know, boy, I look forward to that Addison game. I yeah. really do. And if Addison would have played all one A opponents, they probably be, would be undefeated too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. That is true. Then we had our second game of the week. We had Carbon Hill going to Oakman and uh, coming up short 20 to 35. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a good game. Kind of got out. Oakman kind of got off to an early lead, you know, and uh, shout out to Carbon Hill for making it competitive towards the middle and the end. But, uh, Carbon Hill sitting here still winless and, you know, going to one of your rivals and having them beat you on their own field is kind of hard to, it's a hard ride back home, especially from Oakman out there in them woods. But, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's disheartening and you kind of wonder if, if it's a, a throwaway season or if they got a, a tough streak back in them and they're ready to go and mad and, well, you would hope to, so. Yeah. You would hope that, you know, losing these games have uh, built a fire in them and they're mm-hmm. ready to just take off. But, you know, well, we're halfway through the season, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it's going to be hard to make any kind of uh, playoff run at this point at all. And you got some but, heavy hitters in them 3A. Yeah, that is for sure. But, guys, that's all we got for uh, week five. Uh, we're actually going to take a small little commercial break and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Coach and Colonel here from the Spring Loaded Football Podcast, taking a short break from your podcast. We wanted to tell you about Spring Loaded Football, where each and every Friday we talk about Spring League sports, USFL, XFL, X League, fan control football, guys. We got it all. Coach, what you got to say? Hey, y'all check us out. Like it, love it, and everything. We talk about a lot of stuff on here. We try to keep it quick and simple and we talk about everything even some things like kickers that's right check quick it out springloadedfootball.com now back to the show 
Hey everybody, welcome back to the Yellowhammer Football Podcast here on the Lotus Sports Network. We hope you enjoyed that small little commercial break. And here we are, week six. We're going to take a look ahead. Let's start off with Hackleberg at Hubbardville. Uh, you know, Hubs, one of them teams that uh, is always competitive. Uh, they may have a few bad years, but they're they're normally towards the better part of things. Uh, Hackleberry's really struggling right now and going on the road. That's a difficult environment. Uh, Fayette County, you know, it's it's a bit of a drive. Yep. And uh, you kind of wonder if Hackleberry's going to bring that fight. And if they do, it's going to be a pretty competitive ball game, and it's going to be anybody's ball game. But right. uh, if they if they don't come ready to play, they're they're definitely going to get blown out in this one. Yeah, I mean, with the, with the disappointing season Hackleberg has had, um, it's hard for me to pick them. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to go with Hubbardville, and I'm probably going big. Yeah. Then we had uh, Phillips Bear Creek going to Brilliant. Yeah, like I said, uh, I was at the Brilliant game last week, and uh, I seen what they have, and they're young, real young, and you got a new coach, and he got there late, so. Uh, it's a, definitely a rebuilding year. You just hope to see them competitive. Hope to see them get some points on the board here, be, having Phillips at home. But I've got Phillips winning this one. Yeah, I do too. Uh, could be could be big too. So yeah, we got Marion County going to Fayette County. Uh, there's a typo right there with Fayette County. Fayette County is three A. Oh, okay. <clears throat> No, no. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry, nice. guys. <laughs> it's, it's my fault. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. You know, Marion County. Did, did I did I tell you Fayette County was one A or three A? No, no. I just I just messed it up. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, 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 so uh, yeah, it's Marion County's been hot here since Lynn loss. Uh, they're able to score points. They got two excellent. Receiving weapons that are over six three, uh, Ty Madison sling that rock. I think that coach uh, will have them boys ready. I think that uh, Kyle will definitely let it all air out for sure. I mean, he's going to pull all the pull all the stops out and try to get this win at Fayette and upset Fayette County. But Fayette's been pretty strong. You know, they started off pretty hot, beating Cordova yep. at home. Uh, so, who knows what can happen in this ball game? I'm kind of excited for this one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, from what little bit I know, I'm, I'm going to go Marion County uh, in a close one. I yeah. think it'll be close. Yeah. Got a Hamilton going to Winfield. Uh, <clears throat> who do you think's got this one? Winfield's on a roll, man. I think Winfield all day. Yeah, especially you know, at home. Yeah, there's they're one of our shining stars this year. We'll, we'll yep. see uh, if they can keep it going. Uh, solid line play, all every game, every game they've had dominant line plays. So I think they'll be solid in the trenches against Hamilton, and I I believe it'll be a blowout. Yeah, I agree. Got Curry going to Vina. You know, I don't know what to think, you know. Uh, so, honestly, I didn't know this game was coming up. 
I thought it was a little bit later in the season. The fact that Curry's, you know, they beat Barry Fayette and had a couple losses and then scored 26 points last week. Yeah. Or was it was it 20? It was 26. I think it was 26. Yeah, 26. To score 26 points and then to be able to come on the road against an opponent like Bina who is struggling mightily this season. If Curry can get this second win, what it's going to do for this program is going to be huge, and it's going to be great for DJ Emerson. And I'm not so sure that this doesn't spark some motivation for the tail end of the season to pick up a win that they're not supposed to get. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think Curry's got the best chance uh, to pull this one out. Even on the road, I think they still have a good shot. And if they win this game on the road, it will light a fire for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Then we got uh, Belmont, Mississippi going to Red Bay. Couldn't find a real logo for the helmet, so that's the one I put up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I dig it. I dig <laughs> you know. it. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Don't know how Belmont is. Uh, you know, Red Bay's right there by them, I guess, for the most yeah. part. But I'm going to go with Red Bay. <sighs> <clears throat> I agree. You know, uh, it's one of them border wars. Uh, when I was playing, like growing up playing for Haleville, you would hear Phillips and Red Bay and teams like uh, in the uh, western side of the state playing Mississippi teams, and we never got to experience that. So yeah. I think this game, these games are cool, but I, I do believe Red, Red Bay wins this one for sure. Yeah. Then we got Tharptown going to Cherokee. You know, we, we talk about Curry getting Vina. I believe the same thing with Tharptown getting Cherokee because Curry and Tharptown had their wins early, but yeah. they've lost every single game since then by large, large margins. So the fact that they both get these, I, I, I hate to say it, cupcake opponents this week right. is, is great. And, you know, it builds motivation. That way you can still win at the end of the season and build for next year. So I'm I'm picking Thorpe Town probably by thirty. Yep, I agree. I think you're you're right on the money. Then we got Carbon Hill going to Phil Campbell. Uh I think it's Phil Campbell's homecoming, actually. Oh really? I think so. Uh no, probably not. I think Wayne's going and so we'll have some good pictures and stuff. Oh yeah. But I'm because I'm pretty sure this is homecoming from yeah. what I – yeah, it's got to be because they had a homecoming dance this weekend. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, you know, Coach Barnwell, he's had them boys playing good. They've had that one loss. It was close. Uh, I, I know you want the best for them. I know you got yeah. complete faith in this season being just an unbelievable probably second, third round season and i'm i'm on that same boat as well carbon hill hadn't won yet this could be a game they could be competitive in i mean they've got the guys to do it and i, I kind of yep. want to see a little bit more out of them but i still think i'm still gonna lean with phil campbell just by what they've accomplished this season yeah i mean uh i think we're one and one in the region play yeah. uh you know mars hills in that region too i yeah. think that's you know that's yeah. probably a, a loss you know just to yeah. be honest with you yeah. uh we are you know still in the running to make the playoffs i think they get this win and just uh 
continue on looking forward to making the playoffs. Yeah. Got good hope going to Addison. Oh, so it's at Addison night. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a true test of how uh, powerful one A could be, especially a great one A. You know, Addison's already faced Winston County, who's a, a classification above them, and it didn't turn out too well. They didn't fare that good on either side of the ball. They get good hope here. Now I think good hope's been good the past couple of years. When I was in high school, they wasn't they wasn't good at all. It was not at all. But they've been decent these past few years. So this is gonna be a hard ass for Addison, but at least you get them at home. So if you're gonna shock them, get them at home, bring out the extra extra stuff and bring out a good crowd and you got them. For sure. I think I think if you pack the stadium and uh we'll double check. I think it is at Addison. Uh I could could have made a mistake. We saw that earlier. But either I way I believe you may be right, yeah. I mean But, <laughs> but either, either way, pack the the stadium, you know, call grandma, bring her, bring everybody, get up for this game, and I think they got a shot. Yeah, because I mean they've gotta have all the motivation they can have or can get before the next week against Meek. Yep. Then we got Lynn going to Tarrant. You know, uh, Tarrant's picked off a couple of our teams this year. Yeah. <clears throat> they they put a – Red Bay, I know, was one of them. Uh, but, you know, Lynn's been on a row. Uh, I'm kind of – no, Tanner's picked off. It's This is Tarrant. Uh, yeah. Tarrant yeah. has had a real problem with – uh, keeping players. I think last year they started out with 13 players on their roster. When I was in high school, they were in our classification in 4A, and they were pretty competitive. There was a couple of years where they struggled, but uh, they were at least pretty decent. They had some athletes. Uh, they're still going to have a little bit of athletes, but I think Lynn on their hot streak, and I think they're a dang good 1A ball, ball club, and Terrence not that good of a 3A ball club, so – I definitely think Lynn's got this, and then to get it in Birmingham is going to be huge for him. Yeah, I'm thinking big win by Lynn. So, yeah. <laughs> then we got. Uh, I, I didn't mean to make the the rhyme, the rhyme. but it worked. <laughs> now we got a uh, Haleville going to West Morgan. Yeah, uh, I I know. I want to say, Bo Cover coached at one of the. Lawrence County Schools, and I want to say it was Coach Ritter from Russell, Coach West Morgan, one of one of the other coaches there. But you know, Culver's had two good wins. You 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 did you beat Cordova at home. You lost Sedora, but you rebounded and you went and beat a ranked four A opponent at their house. Yep, and that is that. If that doesn't kick start a season. And if that don't get you going to where you got playoff aspirations, uh, I don't know what will. And I'm I'm thinking Haleville, them being as hot as they are, they get this done. Yeah, I agree with you. The motivation from last week, like you say, and um, uh, is going to motivate this team to pick up the win against West Morgan. Hey, it might be close. It's still a win. That's all that matters. And I think Haleville uh, picks it up. Then we got Oakman going to Winterboro. 
I don't know much about Winterboro. Uh, I didn't know there was a Winterboro in Alabama. No, no, it surprised me too. Looking at the schedule, yeah. so I guess I guess I thought I thought that was it was ah uh, yeah never mind. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna make a pun, but uh, I don't know much about them. Uh, Oatman, I know is coming off a huge win against a rival, so they've got all the motivation in the world to go here and beat them. And the fact that they're playing down, yeah, two classifications, and they're going on the road, coming off a huge win. It's Oakman all day for me. Yep, Oakman big, I think, is the answer. Well, guys, that was a little look at week six. We're going to take another short little commercial break and be back with the game of the week. It's a nice, cool day if you're – Y'all stay classy. Back to y'all guys at the Yellowhammer Podcast Station. Hey everybody, welcome back from the commercial break. You're here at the Yellowhammer Football Podcast on the Loaded Sports Network. Game of the week time, got Mars Hill going to Russellville in a battle of a dominant 3A school against an up-and-coming on-a-roll Russellville team. Yeah, you know, Russell's had got three in a row. Uh, Mars Hill's sitting there at uh, number two in the state of Alabama in 3A, and I believe they're going to be number one uh, coming in this next week. So you get number one in 3A at your house, it's a huge game. Yep. And I think Coach Ritter is going to have them extremely motivated, and I think they get it done. Just because the past couple of years, Mars Hill's played Jasper at home, and Jasper hadn't been really as good as Russell is this year. And Jasper's beat them handily both years, so I'm just going off experience. Yeah, I think, you know, the two-spot classification difference is going to be the difference. Um, Mars Hill, dominant 3A you know, we'll probably win the region this year. Um, going into Russell, going to be a hostile environment. You know, Russell's going to have that stadium packed. And uh, I I think Russell pulls, pulls it out. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, but guys, you can check back next week and we'll give you the scores and look forward to the next week on, uh, on that episode. But uh, got anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Nah. Have a good week. All right, guys. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share the show. If you've got family members that like high school football, if you know people that are in high school, let them know. Tell them to share it and tell their family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to do. <laughs> I know. You can check out the uh, video show on YouTube and Spotify, audio version, anywhere you find your favorite podcast. And, guys, we hope we're part of that group. But I'm the Colonel. He is Catfish, and this is the Yellow Hammer Football Podcast, and we will see you next time.